In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. On this episode of Crown Jewels... We compare some Royal Polo PDA. No one wants to live in Buckingham Palace, and we can't really blame them. And why are the royals from England to Monaco all sleeping in separate bedrooms? We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Samantha Bush. And... Before we get into the Royals, Lex, I have mm-hmm. to talk about this little show. Okay. That's hit the airwaves as of last night. It's called Crappy Lake, and it's on Bravo, and it's featuring the one and only Countess Luanne Deliceps and Sonia Tremont Morgan. Yes. I have to tell you, like, the joy that this show has brought me within the l- just, it's like a 30 minute show. It's really. So- it's like a perfect little like treat. Bite. Yeah. Yeah. Like for a little treat. It feels like a finger sandwich of a show. Like it's just <laughs> delectable. It's so like easy, breezy, light. Like Sonia's also like at her best. Okay. Like, because I feel like the last season of Real Houses of New York, like things were getting a little dark with Sonia. Yeah. Things were dicey. But now, like, she's back. She has interns again. Um, she's talking about her liposuction stitches. <laughs> like, oh, Luann. Um, so do you know what noodling is? No. Okay. So noodling <laughs> is this thing people do with cat- to get a catfish. And so what they do is they go into, like, these, like, rivers. Okay. And they go into, like, these crevices and corners, like, where big cat – I mean, like, big daddy catfish, like, live – and that you stick your arm in and then they suck your arm and then you pull them out with your arm. But they don't bite you? Do catfish no. not have teeth? Mm-mm. So they just – so your whole arm is like in this catfish. So wait, mouth. Luann was doing that? Countess Luann? Caught a catfish. Stop. Swear to God, she caught a catfish and like lifted it over her arms. Like, So it's – Kind of like Shit's Creek vibes because they go yeah. to this small town and they're like supposed to like help revive the city, like to help them from COVID. <laughs> oh and it's like they're in this motel and it's just like it's so good. Because the thing with Countess Luann, I don't know why I keep calling her that. I Lou. know. Me too. Her name is Lou. Lou and Sonia is like they're not that pretentious. Like yeah. they can hang. Like they're not gonna go and like make the town feel bad for, like, being a small town. Yes. And I also feel like they, like, they they are down. Like, they are like, okay, we're going to do this show, and they mm-hmm. commit, you oh, know? they're so, they're so down. Like, there's this little moment, like, we're counted, excuse me, Lou. Luan. <laughs> shows up, and she thought that they were protesters, <laughs> but they were just simply welcoming them to the city. And she was like, oh, are these protesters? <laughs> It's just great. You guys have to watch it. It's um on Sundays. I want to watch it. And then I know they were on Watch What Happens Live talking about Austin and Craig too. So that was very I saw a little like 
I mean, these two are TV gold. Gold. Like, they're perfect. Yeah. I think it's like, I love. Why are you sad? Because, like, I just miss them. Yeah. You know, I miss that era of Roni. I am excited for the new era. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, fuck this new season Mm -hmm. or anything. But I'm just, you know, did you miss miss the girlies? Yeah. There was another thing I wanted to say. Oh, there was this clip of Sonya being interviewed by Bryce Sander. And okay. it was like, what housewife like would you never want to like see again? And she said Kelly Dodd. And like, I just have to give her a shout out for that. Yes. Yes. I did. You posted that. Because mm-hmm. Kelly Dodd called me a terrorist once. And she said it without hesitation. Oh, my God. Like, she didn't even blink. She was like, Kelly Dodd. She's yeah. horrible. I was like, she really is. So I just want to give a little tip of my hat to Sonia Morgan. Wonderful. I love this. Can I just also say, I love, I know it's not Royals news, but like having a little off the top recap around Bravo with you every single week, it's such a pleasure. It brings Thank joy you. to my life. Thank you. It's like all I think about. <laughs> it's like all I talk about and think about. Oh, well, you know what? We're going to think about something else because oh, it's yeah. uh, time for tea and crumpets, Sam. So do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? Yes. So Will and Kate are really leaning in, in my opinion, to the uh, Harry and Meghan, like, downfall. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Not downfall, but they're just having a moment. They might, you know, they'll probably come back, you know, swinging. Who knows? Um, But they had a little PDA sesh, Mm -hmm. which is very rare for them. Extremely. um, Polo. Yes. And I was like, what's going on? Because like they barely hold hands. They barely hold hands. They barely like walk within, you know, like a meter of one another. Always. But Will's played in the Royal Charity Polo Day match and his team won. And after winning, they had this little PDA moment. And I just have a question off the top because it's like in these types of games, is it like an unspoken thing that Will's team, whatever team he's on, will win. I'm so curious. I know. Has he ever lost? I don't know. That's I don't think a really great question. You know, I feel like it's like almost, it has to be an unspoken thing that like whatever team he's on has to win. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. And but it like, was I like can't imagine him losing. Right. Exactly. And he like, would be like a terror. <laughs> well, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like thinking about Harry too. I'm like, he's held a lot of trophies. Yes. Yeah. And oh, it's like a courtesy. That's like, interesting. Okay, we're going to play a real match. But anyway, yeah. not the part point of the article. But uh-huh. I was like, I went full because here's what happened. People Magazine shared this article and they shared it under the guise that like there was Wills and Kate's post polo kiss. And they compared it to Charles and Diana's of like your, you know? <laughs> and so <laughs> you get this side by side. And I went full armchair body language expert. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do tell. Because I'm like, Charles and Diana, like, Charles is like gripping her. Did you look at these pictures right no, now? Know. And his mouth is like open. Uh-huh. And he's, like this, these photos of them with Princess Diana and Charles, like, it looks like they're really like in love slash trying. Yes, which is interesting because like, I Charles feel like never looks really like saw he's like, like really getting on her. He's like, "This is my baby girl." Yeah, yeah. I want him to grip me like that. I know <laughs> it's kind of hot. No, like it is. But then, like you scroll down and he's like got her arm, and I'm like, she looks so 
uncomfortable, but I always question, I'm like, is she uncomfortable with him? Is she uncomfortable because it's like a public show of affection with cameras around or is it both? Also, like, how sweaty is he? Yeah, he's real sweaty. And, like, Wills and Kate just look really relaxed. Yeah. And, like, both – they both have their arms on one another, which I like. Like, Yeah, wow, you really did go full I in. did. I was like, oh, this is, like – what does this mean, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, at the very bottom of the article, they had to <laughs> throw in a picture of Harry and Meghan, like, smooching. Yeah. I don't know. I just saw this – and I tagged you in it, I believe. But I was just like, they're fully like leaning in mm-hmm. to this. Like, we're taking the moment back. The, yes. We're like, we are going to be the king and fucking queen of England. Like, we have to step it up. And they're stepping it up. And they're like, stepping it up. I'm buying whatever they're selling. And I feel like it's almost seemingly come out of nowhere. And I think it really mm-hmm. was like the coronation signified this new chapter. And then with just like the negative discourse in the media around like Harry and Meghan, they're almost like, okay, it, it it's like how, you know, it's like how Mark Zuckerberg was like, we're dropping threads early because everyone's pissed at Twitter. Like, yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're like, we're going hard. They're the, th- <laughs> they're threads. They're threads. <laughs> they're threads. They're Mark Zuckerberg's threads. Yeah. And I mean, Kate also just looks beautiful. She was in like she this really beautiful like, blue, like long sleeve. It's like very fancy for polo. It is very fancy. And like, again, these colors, like we're getting these like rich blues mm-hmm. and then obviously the greens. But she's like building a signature style. Yeah. Nice to see she's not wearing a like previously worn Meghan Markle shoe and leaning into her own fashion. It was it was interesting to break down. And then, you know, they love their like, Everyone always talks about, and I clicked into like these 2022 polo match PDA articles because they love an arm in arm, like hand behind each other's backs walk when they do show public affection. Like they're not going to hold hands. They're no. And you know what? I'm going to come to their defense in this. Okay. I'm not a big hand holder either. Really? I like it for like a brief second, like a squeeze or like something, but- I don't know. Like, there's something about holding someone's hand where it just feels like so, like, you're my dad and you're leading me, like, where I need to go. Like, I don't like that. I also, like, want to be able to walk. Yeah. Like, with my arms. <laughs> so I, I'm i defending them because okay. I really don't like it either. Like, a See, quick, I love and it bugs hold. Danny. He's, really? He's, like, so physically affectionate. And I'm just like. Yeah. Physical touch is a love language for him. I I love a handhold. And I like that. I like, again, exactly what you're saying. And I'm very curious, again, what this means for us psychologically. I love the protective factor of like somebody holding my hand and like guiding me. Like, I don't know why. Oh my God. I I love it. I literally hate it. (laughs) Like, I'll hold his hand like while we're driving. I'll hold his hand while we're like sitting or like mm-hmm. next to each other like at dinner like I'll I'll hold his hand like I don't hate him easy Samantha Jones just hold my fucking hand yeah I was just like really don't like walking and holding hands well now we know, you know what I really don't like is when people Tell put me. their arm around your shoulder like uh when you're like walking yeah also like their arms are heavy but also that to me is hard 
walking. So Because I always, my, like, I have a tendency, God, I'm such a fucking basic bitch. Like, I have, you know, the taller boyfriends, I'm a shorter person, and they put your arm around you, and then I'm, like, clunking, trying to keep up with their gait. Like, I can't yeah. keep up with you. And their arms are heavy. Yes. And, like, you're, like, you're shrinking, and you're, like, okay, my neck hurts. Wills and Kate Ugh. don't have these problems. They, don't have they these just problems. really thought it through. The yeah. last thing I'll say before we move on from this in terms of PDA, like, again, Going back to the Charles kissing Diana is kind of hot. Like, Kate loves a little ass tap for Wills, huh? She touches his butt a lot. Like, what's going on? Yeah, she's always giving him a little something. She's always giving him a little tap. Well, maybe he's the king of pegging. (gasps) Or the prince. Was it the prince? Prince of pegging. The prince of pegging. Never forget. Oh, gosh. They have an ass thing. Yeah. He probably does. But (laughs) that's all alleged. Allegedly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And then for our next tea and crumb, yeah. just switching ass just talks. Switching to this. gears, something more wholesome. We're, we're taking a <laughs> sharp left. Lilibet. Yes. Was at a 4th of July parade with Megan and Harry. Mm-hmm. And you made a note in here and it said, this is a cute one, but I do have to point out that the Daily Mail finally covered Lilibet's face because yes. they like wouldn't do this. Yeah, so when they the, when the 4th of July images came out, first they were images of Harry holding Lilibet. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like her face head on. It was like kind of it was like a side, side profile. So they didn't like block out her face, but I still have an issue with that, right? Like it's not um, you know, we've seen her like portraits that were released. We've seen them like uh Charlotte and Louis and George at official royal engagements, but like when it's something like this, that it's like the grainy, you know, it's just somebody else at the parade taking these photos and selling them. Selling like, them. I take a, it makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. sharing like the images of the kids. So I was happy to see that they actually put like a little gray square mm-hmm. on Lilibet's face when they posted these images. But you see her there at the parade standing. Meg's American girl. Down. Like American, like girls, girls given like Dorothy core. Okay. She's wearing like, the gingham blue dress, the ruby red slippers and white socks. Like, it's like they said, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Yeah, okay? literally. <laughs> literally. Yes. Whoa. I know. Levels. I didn't even plan that. <sighs> that there was levels to that, Lex. But, like, I liked this. I, I, I like that they're just doing normal things. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. you see Harry in the background chatting with other people at the parade and like, you know, Meg is crouched down and Lily clearly like they're is being like a, normal. Yes. And totally. Like, again, this That's is what, what I we want. love from them. Yes. Yes. I have a question for you because you're like a big celeb girly. Yeah. You know, you're all in the news, pop culture wise, etc. What are your thoughts on celebrities posting pictures of their kids online but putting emojis over their faces? Like Kristen Bell does this a lot. Yes. Kristen mm-hmm. Bell does this a lot. A lot of like Blake Lively, I feel like I've yeah. seen her do something like this. Maybe not. I I go back and forth because I'm like, like why number one, like, it? yeah, like why even post it? Right. But then also like number two, it's just kind of like, well, like if you want to post a photo like that's, you know, your prerogative. And if you want to protect like your kids images, that's also your prerogative. But it's like then it just becomes like odd. It's like you with two hearts, you know, it's like a weird like emoji. Yes. What I found really weird. I don't know if you saw this this weekend. Mark Zuckerberg posted a Fourth of July picture of his family, Mm -hmm. with his kids. And he put emojis over his kids' faces. And people were like, when, crazy. this fucking guy, this mm-hmm. fucking guy. They're like, it's almost as if like something is going on with facial yes. recognition and yes. social media. It's like if you, Mark Zuckerberg, the founding father of social media, mm-hmm. is doing this, like, what does that really say? Yeah, like, should we be doing that? Like, what's the – what? What's going on? And What's I, going on? I'm like a big advocate for like not putting your kids on social media. Mm-hmm. Like I have a real big problem with like mommy bloggers, family vloggers. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't fuck with that at all. So it it is interesting though to see people put like emojis over their kid's face because like I get it. Like you don't like you don't want the like you want your kids to have privacy. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm just like, then why even post? It? Why even post it? Exactly. And I, I, I think that's where I never – and I mean, this is a much longer conversation, but like totally. I have this weird thing with social media where it's like, why – like, just don't post it, you know? Like, I do understand if you want to post it, it's your prerogative, but it's also like, if you're going to go to all that trouble, like, is it because, like, you think you look good? You want people to know you're with your family? It's like, we know. Nobody needs to Ooh, know. We got it. And it's also like, I I have these certain people that I follow on social media, whether they're like friends from high school, college, whatever. And it's like, some of the way these like people post and they're like private profiles and it's like, they have like a deeper aesthetic than like certain, like than a Kim Kardashian, let's say. Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but it's like, why why are you going through all of this trouble to curate a feed in such detail to have a private account with like I think about this 400 followers like and you know like your husband is like taking these photos of you and doing this photo shoot and like whatever for what? for what I think about this all I'll have of you come the on time. the mess so we can chat about it cuz I have a lot of thoughts Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. And then for our Thirty and when you sent me this, no, I know, blew my fucking game. I had to check the date on this article because I was like, "Why are they talking about this?" So, the Daily Mail, I believe, yeah, of course, yeah, put out a, (laughs) um, yeah, of course, shocker. They put out an article about Princess Charlene and Prince Albert of Monaco spending the first night of their honeymoon in separate hotels, and we've discussed them before, Mm -hmm. and just the vibes we get are not great. 
No. Especially considering the fact that she cried at her wedding. Mm-hmm. Like it was and he like, was she pissed. Devastated. And it's very much like blink twice if you need help, Charlene. Yeah. It's really bad. And then like she's gone in, um she's gone away. Yeah, she went away. For, like mental health treatment mm-hmm, and everything like that like for a while like she wasn't seen for a long time yeah so I just found this article really interesting and like I said I had to check the date on it because I just didn't really understand why this why was, it was being coming out now in 2023 I think that's more of my because they got married in 2011 yeah they got married quite some time ago um but so Prince Albert was staying at the Hilton Hotel in Durban and yet Charlene was bedding down at the Oyster Box Hotel in Umlanga Mm-hmm. Correct, um, which is more than ten miles up the coast. And then it was said that he didn't want to stay there because he had a seven a.m. meeting and didn't want to deal with traffic in the morning. But then it was like, well, then why didn't she just stay there with him? Yeah. And then I was reading more, and this was the second attempt at a honeymoon for them because the first one was cut short due to ru- rumors that he was like fathering an illegitimate yes. quote, child. Yeah. I mean, I find it interesting. First of all, Oyster Box Hotel, <laughs> very gorgeous hotel. I don't know what Prince Albert was doing at the Hilton. <laughs> it's stunning. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like... No shade to Kathy. No shade to Kathy or Paris living at the Hilton. But like, if this is an attempt at a second honeymoon, why are you booking meetings? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you making it a work trip if it's a second I would be furious. It's bizarre. It's very weird. And it's even weirder, like, when you keep reading the article because there's just a very dark kind of checkered past with these two, I guess you could say, because it says here that there were reports that Charlene had tried to escape Monaco on no fewer than three separate occasions, one just being two days before their wedding. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is said that Zimbabwe-born Charlene had tried to leave for South Africa, where she had been living before the engagement after hearing that Prince Albert had a third love child. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, like, look at these. The prince already had two children before his marriage to Mm -hmm. Charlene, Jasmine Grace Grimaldi, and Alexandra Grimaldi-Costi. Oh, my God. This boy is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) totally... Totally not the point. And if you just like look at photos of her, first of all, she is so breathtakingly beautiful. I like know. she is so striking. And just to see even this, with like, that beautiful, short hair, even with that little pixie, like she's got a face for a pixie. Not yeah, everybody like, does. She just looks like she hates him. She looks miserable. It's so I sad. Feel so and sad. he looks like a fucking little snail. I know. I just can't. It's, he creeps me out. Well, he's. Like there's the math is not mathing here. There's something up with this relationship mm-hmm. again from day one, from her crying, sobbing at the wedding, not happy tears, like devastated. No, like My life is over tears. And him looking so fucking pissed at the fact she was doing that. Like I also didn't realize she had tried to escape. Like, I didn't either. That even adds more. Like I have chills. Imagine being a princess and your dream is to like flee your country. Oh my god. That's when you know it ain't right. Like No. That's when that's that's when you know something is amiss. And it's like here, it's like she, you know, was where we, we talked about her like going away, citing ill health. 
mm-hmm. the quote that the palace gave was, it was absolutely just a medical problem which had to be treated. And again, I always come back to language and it's like, when it, mm-hmm. you have to say it was absolutely, I'm like, mm, I don't believe you. Nope. I don't believe up. you at all. I don't believe you at all. No. It's not just a medical problem. No. And I just hope, now this might sound really dark, and I'm so sorry. Please. But I hope that she divorces him eventually. Mm-hmm. Or when he dies, yeah. she writes like a book. Yes. I want to know what the fuck was going on. I want to know just, what's going on. Something is up. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Hmm. I don't know if I should say this. But he just has the vibe and the energy of... Uh, Russell Armstrong from Beverly Hills. Oh. Yeah. Like, just, like, dweeby, like, thinks he's yeah. hot shit because he has money. Like, just, just snaily. Yeah. And, like, feels like, it's, like, a little bit incel where it's, like, he feels oh he's, like, deserving of being a fucking prick because That's he was bullied or, is. like, denied by women and now he's, like, rich now he has, like, or money famous and- or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because the the word incel is so I hate the word because it's so creepy because it like you perfectly know, describes what these people are. <laughs> Prince Albert, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's, I hate his guts. I I, I hate I him. Don't know if I, like I don't know him, but know it's just like spotted dick is. I get. I know. Like the the energy and like the anxious energy that swirls in my chest when I see images and articles around him. I'm like. Mm-hmm. It ain't right. No, like, me and some, you being woo-woo girls, like yeah. our intuition, like I just feel is very witch-like. Yes. In the best way possible. In the best way. And like both of us, like it makes my like stomach hurt. Like when I look exactly. at him. Like something, like it honestly like gives me the chill, like the creeps. Like you get a lump in your throat a little mm-hmm. bit. And then I'm not even see kidding. And him together. No. You're just like, it's we concerning. need to get this girl out of here. This is my not like good. desire for her. Remember when Nicole Kidman was leaving the divorce lawyer's office after divorcing Tom Cruise and she had that image like this? It's like, that's my dream for Charlene. Mm-hmm. So I pray. Bad. I pray for that. I pray. And another thing that makes me laugh w- regarding Tom Cruise and like women who divorce him is to the day of the time that she was able to like go public with a relationship. Mm-hmm. It was like Katie Holmes was like given like you cannot be in a relationship until yes. five years after the divorce. To the day she went public with Jamie Foxx. Yes. I was like, good for you, girl. Yeah. She's like, fuck. Because she had that. been dating him for quite some time at yes. that point. Oh but my it was God. funny. Oh, God. Poor Princess Charlene. I know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Well, Lex, on that note, are you ready to make it rain? 
Oh, of course. Let's get into this week's rant. And I came across this article and I found it quite interesting because apparently nobody wants to live at Buckingham Palace, which is surprising at first glance. I know, right? I'm like, (laughs) pick me. I'll live there. But it's like kind of ironic in the sense that it's like this massive tourist spot. It's such a majestic place to visit, even Mm. just like looking through the gates. You know what I mean? When you're traveling to London, like it's Buckingham Palace. It's an institution. But allegedly, no one in the royal family has much affinity toward it. Apparently, it's like pretty old, pretty run down. Yeah. In 2017, the Queen signed off on this 369 million pound renovation that will take place over the next 10 years. Yeah. And like Charles and Camilla, although they've now, you know, been coronated and are supposed to move in, they're like, yeah, 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 we'll move in um, when the renovations are done in 2027, (laughs) when they'll be well over 80 years old. Yeah, they're not moving in there. And like Charles did his own renovations to Clarence House. Like, I don't think they have any desire. No, Lex, I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever done the Freedom Trail in Boston? No. Okay, so it's like this Freedom Trail and like you go to Paul Revere's house and you do this whole thing. Have you ever been in like a, if you haven't done that, so have you ever been in like a really old historic building? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know that Buckingham Palace fucking smells. Yeah. It's got that You know that, that it has stench. that like, that weird like old creaky like mm-hmm. smell to it. And like you, it's not necessarily bad, but I wouldn't want to live in that. I know. Like. I know. It's, it's not ideal. And no amount of like Joe Malone candle are gonna like fix there's not problem. enough diptyque in the world no and like <laughs> if you look at it i wouldn't like i understand this idea of like oh it's buckingham palace like who wouldn't want to live there mm-hmm. you know because it's buckingham, buckingham palace. palace but at the same time if you look at photos you're kind of like okay like this isn't like a home this is like small rooms all yeah put together you have people always outside your house. You know, it, like you said, it's a tourist spot. Mm-hmm. Like, it just isn't the vibe. It feels more of like corporate. Like, this is headquarters. Yes. And so I, so there was one former servant who described it as basically living above the office. It doesn't lend mm-hmm. itself to privacy and it's not an easy place to relax. And my mind first went to parallels of like the White House. Like, yeah. this must be what it is like living at the White House, right? Like, same thing. You have a ton of public spectators. You're literally living in your office. And they actually are talking in this article about how the actual they're working living from home. Here, yeah, they're working yeah. from home. And the living quarters in Buckingham Palace are actually quite small, and it's a confined space. It's like a bed, a bathroom. That's it. Like, yeah. And you would think for, like, a palace of such a massive size, they'd have more room and I'm curious if they plan on doing any they don't sort of- have an open floor plan yeah yeah like what are Mm-mm. what are these renovations are Chip yeah. and Joanna <laughs> gonna be in there the property <laughs> brothers I was literally thinking that I was like are they about to put up some shiplap we gotta Extreme get some modern makeup. farmhouse energy some mason jars like yeah. let's go I've never been to Buckingham Palace but I have seen the White House and I remember being so surprised how close it is like yeah to the people like us yeah I'm like, I don't want to live there. It's right in the middle of D.C. Like, it's so, 
And in my mind, I was just like, this is it? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to live there. I know. It's crazy. And even like Queen Elizabeth didn't like living there. Prince Philip didn't like living there. And that's the thing. Like, actually, there is this historical thing where none of them want to live at Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. I guess because like, and think about it. And I don't I mean, I haven't. I don't know any presidents personally, but like I'm curious if they feel the same way. But it's like, do you want to like go home? And I think that know, that's why they all go to their vacation homes. Yes, a lot. like kick your shoes off and relax like in your office, essentially. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is about the White House is that it, yeah, is old and you know, like stately. Yes. But it's not like Buckingham Palace where it's like adorned in like gold and diamonds yes. and like riches and like chairs are 300 years old. Like it, this is a little different. And I feel like also when people go into like when new presidents enter the White House, they can like renovate yes. a little. They can like throw a little spin on it and maybe like put a new carpet and new drapes and like make it a little bit more like modern. I don't think that that is happening in Buckingham Palace. And no. I just, like I said, I know it smells. For sure. And I, I also does. feel like when you become president, it's like you kind of made that choice. Like You know what totally. comes with the territory. Like when you're born into the monarchy and the royal family, it's like mm-hmm. you don't really have the choice. So if Charles and Camilla are kicking it at Clarence House, it's like not too far. It's, you know, still fully workable to get to, you know, Buckingham Palace, clock in at 9 a.m. or whatever, like. Well, and I'm going to say something strange. Okay. And I have a question. Do you think it's like they have good Wi-Fi there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think this this palace has good Wi-Fi. And I don't think they have, like, plasma screen TVs. Like, I don't think. Like, I'm looking at photos, and that was my first thought. I was like, well, they probably can't even, like, get the internet like i bet that they need to have like you asked here comes tech alex i'm like i bet they have to get those like extenders for sure think of all the modems and routers in there yeah exactly like i just feel like they probably those walls whatever they're made of probably are not the signals tough to get through tough so i would think it's difficult you know, obviously they have like landlines, but if you're looking at photos, you're like, where would you even drill into the wall? Like everything is covered in gold. Covered. And crown molding. It's wild. Yeah. I wouldn't want to live there either. I was made I made a joke. I was like, oh, I would live there in the beginning. Now I'm like, fuck this palace. Yeah. I I went back and forth because I was like, I mean, I'd want to live in there, but I feel like it would become very tiresome very quickly. Oh my god. Also, I would feel like such a fucking asshole living there. Like waking up in this bed. I'm looking at the bedroom. I would feel like such a fuck if I woke up in this bedroom like covered in satin and a chandelier and like these ceilings. I would be like, what are we doing? You're full Amanda Bynes and what a girl wants. It is fully Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's doing well. I know. Oh my Everything God. is just so grandiose. Like I just think this bed is so teeny tiny. Are you walking down this hallway and you're like Skims pajamas? Like, That's what I'm saying. Like you know, I'm, like you can't cuddle up with a barefoot dreams blanket no, on no. one of these couches. You're not no. taking naps. Oh yeah, the couches are definitely uncomfortable. 
I like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wow, this place sucks. Yeah. I do not want to live here. And they're saying that they may, there's speculation that it'll be turned into a public museum, which like I think would be fine. But I also don't know how feasible that is if it's still going to be an operating office. Like right. you wouldn't be able to go through the whole thing. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know. Also, I loved like one little factoid in the article. They're like King Charles, obviously our sustainable king, has a lot of particulars when it comes to energy. And it's really mm. expensive to heat. Buckingham Palace so he makes them keep it at 66 degrees which feels cold as fuck to me well yeah in the winter you'd be freezing like coming in after a rainy London day to get to work and it's frigid oh my god and you're like just like that is my hell and you're just like you're just a comms girl just like trying to like get a paycheck and you're like fuck I'm freezing do you think that he'd ever put like solar panels on it Oh, I don't know. Or like have like a wind turbine? No to the wind turbine. Okay. Maybe to solar panels. <laughs> okay. Got it. Also, I have to tell you, I'm looking at like the grounds. Yes. It doesn't look like that great. Like I like their other grounds better, like of their pallet or of their like cottages. I think they're much yeah. better. I don't know. Like, maybe it's because I'm cottage. Short. Like yes. I would love to live there. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, maybe it's because I'm like a shorter person. So like the level of the door and entryways wouldn't bother me. But like Frogmore seemed so charming and cozy. Like I wouldn't mind living there at all. No, I agree. I agree. Well, hmm. time will tell. Clock time is ticking to 2027. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They'll be like 85. I know. How old will they be? 80s? I think they're both. I think they're 70, 78 now. So in four years, they'll be 82 going on 83 mm. or 83. Yeah. Okay. Getting to those mid 80s. Just rocking the mm. crown. Rocking <laughs> that crown. Well, it is time for our favorite game of male or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. So will we spot the mail or will we fail? Okay. So option number one, two doors down, our separate house is secret to Charles and Camilla's happy marriage. Option number two, four poster for one, our separate bedrooms is secret to King Charles and Camilla's happy marriage. Oh, what do man. you think? I'm going to say separate bedrooms. I agree. So let's see. Hang on, it's loading. Oh, you're right. Okay. Four poster for one. Our separate bedrooms, the secret to King Charles and Queen Camilla's happy marriage. Interesting. I really thought I was going to be wrong there. I like, I could we just going to be wrong. Them being like, fuck it, we need two separate houses. Well, because I feel like we've heard that before. Yes. Yeah. Like I was like, I feel like I've heard this. Um, interesting. So the Monarch 74 and Camilla 75 oh, split their time between they're actually places. Not seven, I thought they were 78. Apologies. Oh. Redacted. Okay. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. And although Buckingham Palace is their official place of residence, their London base is thought to be Clarence House. It's not unusual for members of the royal family to retire to different bedrooms for the evening. Interesting. Listen. The Prince and Princess of Wales slept separately when they lived in Kensington Palace. I fully respect a separate bedroom. 
I obviously am not married, but I've even had like my married friends where they're like, if my husband is fucking snoring, like I want to kill him. Mm -hmm. I need to go like sleep in a guest bedroom or something if they like really need that night's rest. You know what I mean? So I just, I fully back it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I am somebody, as you can probably tell, like when I am sleeping, I like intertwine with my boyfriend. They probably don't love it, but like, and I radiate heat. So like I would, no disrespect to me if somebody didn't want to sleep in They're the like, bed like, I got to go into this other room, please. Like I am boiling. No, <laughs> I actually get this and I feel like it has a really bad rep, like sleeping in separate bedrooms. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think you should do it every night. I think, but at the same time, like, it is hard day after day sleeping next to the same person. Mm -hmm. And especially if the person you're with has, like, sleeping issues, like, they have sleep apnea, they snore, I don't know, roll around. Like, Danny and I have had to sleep in separate rooms before because I just, I'm like, I I have to sleep. And you are driving me crazy Mm -hmm. because he's twisting and turning and sighing and rolling around. And I'm like... Sir, you're like Jesus. You have Christ. to go. Like, you have to go. Yeah, and so he goes, and that's what this article, you and know, mentions fine. too. It's fine. They mm-hmm. say the reason behind them sleeping separately is due to the king's health. He suffers from back pain, and it's been speculated that sleeping alone can ease the pain and would therefore be beneficial for the royal. Prince Harry wrote about his father's battle with constant neck and back pain in spare, and he partially credited that chronic pain to his father's old polo injuries. Mm. Interesting. And so, I'm sure they're totally fine with it. I feel like at wow. 74 and 75, you're like, it's fine. So his royal highness has a room with a double bed decorated to his own taste. Then Camilla has her own room with a double bed decorated just the See, way I she I love likes that. It. I know. I'm like, that sounds lovely. It sounds so lovely. And I also, you know what I did? Like, I have a friend who in- did this. Really? Yeah. She has like the guest room, but it's like her room. And she's like yes. decorated it how she wants it. And so remember in The Crown with uh, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, and it's like they have their shared like common area and then they like can retire to their two separate bedrooms. Like I would love that where it's like I can still yell at you down the hall and Mm -hmm. be like, love you, babe. Like Like you're close, but you're not that close. I agree. That sounds nice. Not every night. I need my cuddles time. I need my cuddles Yeah, like not every single night. Like – you know, it's maybe like once or twice. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, Lex, to finish up, let's name our spotted dick for the episode. Who has been a real steamed pudding this week? I mean, I think we both said it. Yeah. The incel of all incels. Yeah, Prince Albert. Prince Albert. God. I just, I cannot stand this man's face. Mm-hmm. I don't get good energy. I don't like his like glasses. Good read. Yeah, like I am very concerned at all hours of the day for Charlene. Well, and the kids look yeah upset. And the kids. And I just, no. You know who it kind of reminds me of, these photos yeah. of them? Like when I see their family together, it reminds me of those photos of like Brett Kavanaugh yeah. and his wife. Like where it's just like vibes are not good. Yeah. The vibes are so off. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And again, I'm no body language expert. I think you I think you are because I feel like you have really good like you read energy really well. Yeah. And I feel like you're like like, this is bad. It is bad. She is like there's a photo of her with the family and like 
He's got his arm around his son. His arm is like on her back. She is like her. She is like very stiff behind mm-hmm. her daughter. No embrace. There's space between her and Albert. Like she's just she not, always looks really tense. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hope it she's is okay. not okay. Ugh. Well, Lex. That's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode. Tell all of your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Bravo Historian. And until next time, may God save the bitch. Batches.